Hello, my friends. Welcome to Life's Compass. I am your host, Arturo Vanessi II. This is Episode 3. Today we will continue our discussion on unhealthy fear. All those eyes staring at you, hanging on your every word. They can see your sweat. They hear you stammer over your words. They watch you sway side to side. Welcome to public speaking. Are you afraid of public speaking? Join the club. Here is my story. My freshman year at Aurora University in Aurora, Illinois, my hometown, I decided to take an elective. History looked like an easy A. In late August, I entered Dr. David Arthur's history class. As Dr. Arthur's reviewed the syllabus, he mentioned that we would be giving presentations. Well, that day came. Dr. Arthur's was calling on students alphabetically. I eyed the clock as class was winding down. It looked like I would not be presenting until next week. Whew, what a relief. Then I heard him say, Mr. Vanessia, you're next. I almost blurted out, class is almost over. I walked slowly to the front. I felt like dead man walking. My speech was a blur. I was tripping over my words. I felt sweat forming on my brow. Then I had the sensation I was going to throw up. So I darted out of the classroom to the restrooms. As I walked back, the professor was waiting for me in the hallway. He greeted me with, Are you okay? I said softly, Yeah. He responded, Then get up there and finish. I thought, What? Reflecting on it, where did my fear of public speaking start? The Root of Fear As we discussed in the previous episode, we only have two innate fears. One, fear of falling. Two, fear of loud noises. All other fears are learned. Therefore, my fear of public speaking must have been learned. Where and when did I start fearing public speaking? The first time I remember speaking in front of the class was Mrs. Jordan's English class at Aurora Christian School. I was in 8th grade, so probably approximately 13 years old. I remember the pressure and anxiety of speaking in front of the class. I fumbled through my presentation, tripping on my words, talking so fast that I didn't even take a breath. I could see some of my classmates snickering and laughing. Or at least I thought that. I was so relieved to finish. Mrs. Jordan was very nice and encouraging to all students. But that horrible experience was burned deep into my memory. Public speaking equals fear. Public speaking equals anxiety. Public speaking equals others laughing. And public speaking equals a horrible experience. All future public speaking experience would be tied back to that day. Think about it. Fear of public speaking has a beginning. It started somewhere. A speech did not go well. 
It may have been junior high, high school, college, graduate school, your job interview, maybe a wedding toast. Take a moment to think, when did the fear of public speaking start for you? It started somewhere in your past. But the past does not define us. You have grown, changed, gained experience, matured. You are a great speaker. You can talk for hours over the phone, across the dinner table, in your work area with colleagues, in your favorite spot at Starbucks, on those long drives to your parents or in-laws. Even standing in line, you can talk to total strangers. But what happens when you move from the group to the front of the group? As in real estate, it's all about location, location, location. Changing your location, you lose the ability to speak. The key, what you see now is shaped more by past experience than what you literally see in the moment. I'll say that again. What you see now is more shaped by past experience than what you literally see in the moment. The current situation is seen through the eyes of the past, past memories. As we learned in the previous episode, emotions become energy in motion. Energy causes our body to have a biochemical reaction. We change physiologically. This change impacts our words and actions, thus impacting our results and outcome. Part 2, Dr. Arthur's History Class. As I sat at my desk, I was reliving my disastrous speech from Mrs. Jordan's English class. In my mind, I could see myself stumbling through the speech, tripping on my words, students smirking and laughing, sweat dripping down my brow, my stomach doing flip-flops. The mind is a powerful thing. It can take you back to those unpleasant moments. Then when Dr. Arthurs called on me to present, I kept telling myself, This is not going to go good. This is not going to go good. Those were probably the same words that I said back in Mrs. Jordan's English class. Solution. How do we break the cycle? When I coach individuals, I introduce them to the peak performance model. As Stephen Covey stated, you need to start with the end in mind. We will start at the end and work our way backwards. Goal outcome. What is your goal or outcome? Define it to the nth degree. Be very, very specific on what you are looking to achieve. Next, actions. What do I need to do to accomplish this goal or outcome? Define it to the nth degree. Have specific action steps. Next, thoughts. How do I need to think? about myself, my situation, any obstacles I encounter, and my desired goal or outcome to make it a reality. This is a thought process from the time you start until the time you achieve your goal. It's important to remember, thoughts are energy, thoughts are things, thoughts impact everything. But there is a missing link. There is a missing link in the secret. The common self-help mantra is to change your thoughts change your life. Well, individuals have tried that. They've had thoughts of health, wealth, finding their soulmate, becoming a millionaire, landing that perfect job. But there is something that precedes thoughts. Thoughts are not the seeds of creation. I'll say that again. Thoughts are not the seeds of creation. 
If it were that simple, everybody would be living their dream. Everybody would be a millionaire living in San Diego with the perfect body. The missing link is belief. Beliefs create thoughts. Henry Ford said it best. If you believe you can or you cannot, you're right. Change your thoughts, change your mind, change your beliefs, transform your life. Beliefs create thoughts. Thoughts create actions. Actions create results and outcomes. You want to change your results and outcomes? Change your belief system. Beliefs are the genesis of creation. How beliefs create sustainable change. It's been said, beliefs without works is dead. You just can't have a belief. You need to work that belief. New beliefs take root by one, visualization. See yourself engaged in that new action. See yourself engaged in that new action. Two, practice. Apply it. Three, reflect on it. What's working? What do I need to change? Four, practice. Apply it again. Five, more practice to make it a habit. Part three, Dr. Arthur's history class. I finished my speech and the bell rang. My public humiliation was finally over, or at least I thought it was. Dr. Arthur said, we're having a quiz next class. You are dismissed. Arturo, I need to speak to you. I thought, what? You have got to be kidding me. Dr. Arthurs wants to talk to me, and he announced it to the entire class. Is this nightmare ever going to end? I stayed at my desk. Dr. Arthurs was a man of few words. He stood before me and said, Arturo, you need to face your fear of public speaking. You will spend the rest of your life speaking in front of others. I thought, what is this? I don't need to hear this stuff. So I nodded, and I left class. As I was going down the staircase, leaving the building, I thought to myself, I'm going to drop this class. I don't deserve to be humiliated. All weekend, I was consumed by it. I kept reliving my speech and Dr. Arthur's words. I thought, I'm not a history major. This class was an elective. I'm just going to drop it. I was grumpy all weekend. Then it hit me. Maybe Dr. Arthur's is right. This is my first college class. I have four more years of speaking in front of others. I don't want to go through this again. At that moment, I decided to do whatever it was going to take to change my public speaking experience. Unlike today's generation, I didn't have the internet or YouTube videos or TED Talks. Al Gore had not invented the internet back in 1984, or so history says. I went to the Aurora Public Library to find resources. The librarian helped me find albums on speeches from JFK, Martin Luther King Jr., and Billy Graham. I listened to them over and over again. For my speeches, I would stand in front of the bathroom mirror rehearsing, rehearsing, and rehearsing again. I would even practice my speech on the car rides to school or my full-time job at Sears of Fox Valley Mall. Back then, we didn't have cellular phones or Bluetooth. People probably thought I was crazy talking to myself in my car because I was all alone. I didn't care. I needed to face this fear. Was my next speech perfect? No. Flash forward seven years. I would be at North Park University in Chicago earning my MBA. I would be delivering speeches twice a month. Four years later, I served as a business consultant for the Latin American Chamber of Commerce in Chicago's Logan Square, leading entrepreneurship workshops. Currently, I have concluded my 13th year teaching at Robert Morris University of Illinois. Nine years as an adjunct graduate school teacher. Also, 
For the past eight years, I have served as a leadership and sales trainer at TCF Financial Institution. I guess Dr. Arthurs was like Nostradamus. I would spend my life in public speaking. Today, I still stand in front of the bathroom mirror practicing my presentations. Peak Performance Model Practice is a circle that surrounds the peak performance model. Practice, practice, and more practice makes a new belief a habit. Without practice, a new belief will fade away. You will default to your old belief, your old way of doing things. Remember, beliefs without works is dead. I have been blessed to speak at the White House Conference on Small Business during the Clinton administration, the University of Notre Dame Mendoza School of Business for a Diversity Summit, the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign, a motivational speech to MBA and JD students, Northern Illinois University helping college students prepare for a job fair, and even Calvary Church of Naperville, my home church, the men's ministry. This would not have been possible if I did not face my fear of public speaking. On a personal note, thank you, Dr. Arthurs, for seeing something in me that I did not see. You pushed me to confront my fear. What has fear of public speaking prevented you from doing? Maybe even prevented you from becoming? Take a moment to reflect. You only get one chance to live this life. Don't let fear of public speaking stop you from living life to its fullest. Remember, all things are possible to those who believe. Belief gives you the power to accomplish the impossible when you see the invisible. You must believe it to see it. Stand in the future you want. Embrace it. Be it. Live it now. If this is your first time tuning in, I encourage you to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, I invite you to go to wherever you're listening to this episode and leave us a comment or review. Tell me what you love about the episode. Also, what you want to hear more about. Social media information. Twitter at Arturo Venezia. Facebook, My Life's Compass Coaching. Personal website, ArturoVenezia.com. Email Arturo at ArturoVenezia.com. Until next time, continued success.